Hey, Stacey. Hey, Kat. Are we GHing? Yes. Dear God, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait. So today we're going to cover episodes 111 through 115. And spoiler level, CFS. Crazy fucking spoilers all over the place. If you have not watched these episodes and you are interested in General Hospital, stop immediately and go watch the episodes. So much is going to happen. All right. Well, we pretty much have one crazy complicated storyline that happened on Spoon Island this week. So most of this first section is about Spoon Island. So let's let's get it. Yeah, it is the showdown we were waiting for. The only thing missing in my mind was some sort of explosion. There were gunshots. There was, which I loved. No, no, no. There was so much goodness in this. But, you know, something did not get set on fire. So really, we're starting with Ava and Austin trying to dispose of Nicholas's body. Right? They are on Spoon Island and they are getting ready in their dark clothes to dispose of his body, pushing handsome boy's daddy off a boat and uh, and somebody's at the door. Well, no, but that was last week. Oh, shit. This, okay. I know. Trust me. It all goes together. So the little recap of last week, Felicia shows up, Ryan shows up, Ryan gets all crazed, but then at the very end of last week, Austin is like, where is Ava? Why isn't she helping me dispose of I the body? I feel like it was all this week, but you're right. Oh my God. And we're so the and very beginning. Got hooked at the beginning of this week's episode. Exactly. You have Hook and Esme screaming. And the 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 most wonderful thing about this is that Heather hooks him. And then justifies it, comparing herself to Mac because she protects and serves. <laughs> She's Anyways. so good at playing somebody who is insane. Yeah. And I did get feedback from my brother who was like, you guys use the word crazy too much. And we don't really mean crazy in like a clinical sense ever. But this time, clinical. Oh, clinical yeah. crazy. Insane. She is such a good actress at playing this. Well, I just, I couldn't. To me, in my mind, you had the best line of episode 111 on Monday because Esme screams and goes running out the door and Stacy says, is she going to jump off the parapet for a third time? (laughs) (laughs) I was sure that was what was going to happen and I was... A little bit frustrated, but she did not. So Heather decides she's going to play some mind games with Ava. And I think having seen the whole week, I think her purpose was she wanted Ava to kill Ryan so that she could have Esme and the baby all to herself. And I think she was trying to set him up for most of it. And we see that a little bit through it. I mean, I think she was possibly going to try to blame the hook murders on him. We know that didn't last very long, but I think she was even going there. She wanted him to die because she can throw him under the bus as the mastermind. 
Whereas the whole escape was her idea. Yes. But she's going to lean hard on the, it was Ryan forcing us, um, which very few people are going to believe. While all of this was going on in Spoon Island, over at Pier 54, wherever they were, Laura, Jordan, Mac, Kevin, everybody's trying to figure out how to get to Spoon Island. And I'm just screaming, does anyone own a helicopter? Like, what is wrong with you people? And they're trying to figure out tunnels and Laura's trying to figure out paths for them. And we're like, oh my God, Austin's going to die. Austin's going to die. And we're so freaked out about that. I mean, he really just came back after being Franco and dying. So Esme runs out, but not to a parapet. Instead, she runs out to a beach and promptly has a conversation with her daddy and goes into labor. And it's creepy AF. Oh, Not yeah. the labor part, but that conversation Ryan, was too Ryan much. Ryan was so gross. Mm-hmm. So gross. And he's like, what are you doing? Get up. But she's like, my water broke. I'm in labor. And he's so creepy excited about it. And to Kathy's point, here's Ava back in the main house trying to leave with Felicia. They're trying to figure out what to do with Austin. And then Heather's like, just go. I don't care. But Ava's going to want to stay and just taunts her with your story is not over. You're going to want to know how much he has manipulated your life. I mean, badly. And she um, she gives her the gun. Yeah. So the the things that Ryan says, the way I love how they they let the villains justify themselves, but when Esme's like I hate you, he's like, yeah, well hate is really just another side of love. We all know that. He uses like so Ava takes the gun and goes out there and basically has a similar conversation, but in that conversation, Ryan basically reveals that he full on masterminded the whole thing with Esme and Spencer and set Esme up to go seduce Spencer. And that's why all this, you know, crazy stalking of Ava even happened in the first place. It was so much more than I thought. Yeah. All, all, all sorts of revelations are happening both on the dock where Alexis is just literally being her own newspaper. She's like her own news crier. Oh, by the way, did you know? Anybody that comes up. Um, and then, you know, so as, so Ava, like at the end of Tuesday's episode, she, you think she shoots him, but she doesn't actually kill him. Like the gun is empty. She's just pulling the trigger and nothing's coming out. And Ryan's like, till death do us part. So gross. So <laughs> and then gross. finally Mac and shows up. They, uh, after some time figure that they might Austin might need medical attention (laughs) and then here's Heather oh don't worry he doesn't have the venom on it you just have to stop the bleeding which is helpful but yeah psychotic Mac goes out and he shoots Ryan and goes to see like did he actually get him? And Ryan, who's somewhat still alive, just looks at him and just says in complete disgust, oh, it had to be you. <laughs> Which is such a great payoff. And then Jordan comes and asks what happened. And here's Ava turning to Mac. And she's like, you could have said that I did it. 
which was interesting to me. She's like, why did you take the blame? And why well, wouldn't he? He, he did didn't it. do anything wrong. No, no. He did everything right. And meanwhile, Esme runs into the Windermere saying, I'm in labor, I'm in labor, I'm in labor, I'm in labor. <laughs> Somebody help me. And gives birth. I thought she was going to die boy. in childbirth because she was like, I can't do it. I can't. And she just sort of collapsed. And I was like, this can't be how it ends. <laughs> like, it just can't. Yeah. Heather's wanting to stay and screaming, I'm your mother. And so Esme finds out as she's delivering her child that her mother is a crazy woman who stabs people. So that was fun for her. And then I really enjoyed the scene with Mac and Kevin. Because Mac has to come tell Kevin that he killed his brother, which even though his brother is a sociopath, psychopath, serial killer, master manipulator, it's still his twin. Everybody goes and verifies. They're like continually unzipping this body bag. When Ava told Felicia that Ryan was dead, when Ava shows up at the hospital, because Felicia's there at the hospital with Austin, I started crying because, and I was watching this by myself. Um, I don't like know why we watched we this episode. Watch by <laughs> we both, we, we just, it didn't work out. And I think we both regretted not watching it together because it was a lot. My, my notes basically say, holy bonkers. Like there was so much <laughs> that happened in this episode. Heather's complete and total breakdown, for example, when she's just screaming, I would give my life for you. You're mine. You will always be mine to Esme. I mean, I'm going to talk about it in musings, but. I loved when Esme just looks at her and she's like, you will never be part of this child's life. Yeah. It was very reminiscent of what Spencer was trying to do to Nicholas. It was very much a catharsis moment. And I feel like they went overboard on making sure that we knew that Ryan was truthfully dead. To be fair, when they killed Peter, I was sure he was going to come back. Oh, really? Well, I was until somebody said they were there when he was cremated. I was like, I guess that's a hard no. Well, anyways, I think that's like, you know, again, it was everything I wanted and more. And now it's like the everything that happens afterwards is just so completely fascinating. So I'm here. For I it. really, I mean, poor Ava, like watching her realize how far Ryan had gone and in breaking both her and Nicholas, she just... She's going to take a spin. Yeah. Well, do we want to move to fashion? Yes, fashion first. Let's get it. Kathy has some fashion here. I didn't have any, so I'm going to let her take it. Well, what I wrote down was that I really loved Portia's leggings. So we didn't really talk about Portia's story, which kind of continued from last week. So it wasn't really news. But those leggings were gorgeous with that sweatshirt. Yeah, she looked like a bride ready to get on an airplane, which is what she wanted to be. And Mm -hmm. also, you have to be some kind of fit to pull off white leggings. I'm just 
putting well, that they on were, her. Well, they were she like looked, striped um, with like white and cream. Yeah, she looked great, but still I wouldn't put them on. I thought they were gorgeous and she could rock it. And the only other fashion note I have was Cameron's outfit and his hair. He looked like he'd just come in from chopping logs. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on it, I do I did like the the blouse Liz was wearing right before she oh, yeah. walks into the police station. They've been putting her in a lot of deep V's and it was just a normal blouse. It looked really good against her skin. And this is not necessarily fashion, but I feel like there's not such a huge height differential between Dex and Joss that when she's wearing his dress shirt for the entirety of the episode, it comes down to like her knees. Oh my he is gosh. not a giant. That's so funny. You're so right. <laughs> And it's not really fashion related. And I know it's a thing. It's a in every sort of romantic anything, you're always putting on the man's shirt, which has never been a thing I've been able to do because I'm tall. And I've yeah. never dated a giant. Well, my husband doesn't wear dress shirts. So <laughs> no man I've ever dated has owned a shirt that comes past my butt. It's just not a real thing. We, we, yeah. it's, it's fine. All right, let's get into the musings because this is where we're going to talk about the hospital and the banana crazy bonkers stuff that continued this week. Mm-hmm. I have one note, bef- you know, as we start our musings, I just want, let's just recognize that uh, a Cassidine and a Corinthos baby were born within a week of each other, Ace and Amelia. AC's future couple. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, and they're both gigantic. Like, <laughs> well, they're fully I mean, formed children. <laughs> very, very large babies. It's fine. I, I understand the reasoning behind it, but uh, especially Ace, he's like wider than Esme's shoulders, head and feet sticking out on either side of her. So funny. Um, and then, wait, before we get to the hospital craziness, I want to just say, Trina and Spencer had their first kiss this week. I wasn't sure, but they do make a cute couple and they do have chemistry. So, okay. Agreed. I'm okay. I'm, and I like that Spencer is the one who put the brakes on. Yeah. Although, and, the manipulation of Spencer continues with Ava. Oh, it's it's heartbreaking. I'm hoping that... I don't know. And I watched Ava break about that, but we're not quite there. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about Taggart. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. And his reaction. So there's a there's an ongoing thing, and it's not just in fiction. It's in real life. People always say, well, if I was in that situation, I would do that. You do not have any idea what you would do in that situation because you are not in that situation. That is a, a peeve of mine. Really rethink your sentence before you say that to somebody in actuality because you just don't know. And Taggart did say something like that, but then he immediately said, I understand why you did it. You know, we're always going to be a family. Trina is always going to be mine. I just really, really, really I'm not sure if that's enough reallys, but I really enjoyed their moment together. Yeah, especially when he said, we will, the the three of us are a family and we'll always be. That was very nice of him to say that. Yeah. All right, let's move to the hospital because 
That's where most of the rest of it is happening. Esme and her baby, mm-hmm. and she's handcuffed to the bed, but she's she's okay, and she's doing better mentally than I thought, but she, I think she's getting some of her memories back. I think she's probably got all of her memory back. That's my theory. Um, because she just, she said ace and she's like, it just feels right. And then she like turn, she's figuring it out. And then when she was told Ryan was gone and I think if it's not all the way back, I do think she's going to get it back. Yeah. I think when, with her agreeing to see Heather, to me, that was a sign that her memory's back. Otherwise I just don't think she would have agreed to it. So I'm curious as to see how that flows. I'm also really like, why is, and I expect it maybe next week, Victor to show up and demand custody of that child. (laughs) Um, Because you know how he goes. And then where is Liesl? You know, I just like, I, the only one that was true coloring it uh, in the hospital on uh, towards the end of the week was Nina who was like, why did Willow go home? You know, you know, her usual venom filled Carly destroyed She's everything. She's got to blame Carly for everything. She is never going to take responsibility of her own actions. And then Sonny goes and threatens Michael. Michael's probably being the most logical at that point when Michael tells Sonny, hey, Willow has only a few weeks to live. She wants to spend it at home. And um, I'm not going to order her to do something she doesn't want to do. And Sonny's like, oh, you'll pay. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I can't believe Sonny tried to get Brooklyn to argue. I mean. Yeah, he's desperate. The rabbit hole is deep with them. But what was so heartbreaking was watching Ava tell Spencer about the manipulation. Because up until this point, Spencer could not have been happier. He was mm-hmm. like dancing on air. He's got a girlfriend. His baby brother is awesome. He feels awesome. He loves being a big brother. And if his dad isn't here for this major moment in his life, then I think my dad is gone for good and I'm going to take care of this baby. And he was so over the moon happy. And then Ava tells him all of the manipulations And then he breaks because he says, it's my fault. I pushed my father away. My father's gone. My baby brother doesn't have a dad and it's my fault. And Spencer is broken. Yeah. In one conversation, which I don't know that Ava completely intended. No, I don't think so. She looks so guilty anytime that anybody talked about it. She just like hunched more in. But she is being very opportunistic about it. I mean, she just slunk away. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. Where that's going to go, and I wonder what role Austin's going to play in that. Yeah, because where is Nick's body? It's been like two or three days now. Blamed Nicholas's death on Ryan. Something. Something. I feel like we could have gotten out of it, but then we would not be in the soap drama. I mean, literally, we have him in a stable, and that's the last time we've seen his dead body. (laughs) And, oh, Sasha, coming into the police station pretending to be Heather's lawyer. That was pretty cool. And Heather just 
spinning her story in such a believable way. And Cody jumps in, tells Dante who has to come rescue. And just watching that character flip to a different story instantly. Ugh. I love, I love how- your comment, Kathy, to me that everybody's acting is amazing. Like everybody's storyline is believable. Yeah, the acting is like off the charts in the soap. But I so loved that neither Cody nor Dante blew Sasha's cover. Right? Yeah, Cody was like, okay, hi. And then he goes and tells Dante. Dante shows up and calls her counselor when he walks in to the interrogation room or whatever that room is, knowing full well that it isn't probably appropriate that she's there, but he doesn't. I don't know. I really enjoyed that. I liked the fact that they let her do that. And, and it, you know, the other part of this is that so the thing about the women on this soap and because it's a soap opera, there's always a, a potential romance, a man who comes in to save you, a vendetta you've got to do, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of times the women are the victims of what's going on. But in this particular scene, Sasha got to be very much the, hey, you don't get to control this scenario, Heather. No matter how bonkers you are, I'm going to bring you down. And I'm going to do it in a way that doesn't allow you to mess with the system. And it was just very logical. And I liked that. For a little while, they've been toying on this. Sasha's going to go down the drug path. Sasha's going to do this. Sasha's going to do that. And especially now with Gladys kind of starting to get rid of her income. And I just feel like this was a nice scene to give Sasha just a little bit of control in a scenario. And that's scene where Heather's like, this is, I'll tell, I'll confess to everything after Sasha like tore her down. I feel like Sasha made an impact on Heather because Heather just sort of broke a little. Of course, it's still Heather, so she's still got her own side hustle going on, but Sasha got to her, I feel Mm -hmm. like, at least a little. And then um, she's like, I'll confess to everything. I just have one condition. And they're like, nope, bye. And then... It came around and they're like, well, we'll ask. And it turns out she wants to see Esme and that's where it ends. So Esme let her and that's why Kathy thinks that she's got all of her memories back. Yeah, I do. I just, the only question, like at the end of this episode or end of this week, I'm wondering how is the Liz story going to play into all of this? How is Scotty going to help Liz get out of this? What is going to happen to Liz as a result of her admitting that... Because only Liz and Nicholas knew that Esme was being... uh, Except for Dimitri, that Esme was in that turret, right? Well, Finn knew because she told him. Oh, Finn knew. But she was already out by that point, right? Yeah. Okay. She was out. Well, yeah. But he suspected... I'm just curious as to how that story goes forward. And then I'm also, and this is completely diverging, but I'm also really curious as to what's going to happen between Portia and Curtis um, and Portia and Trina. So I feel like that story has to play a bigger role in this next. I, I feel like Curtis should forgive Portia. Like that should happen. 
if he doesn't, what is it going to look like when it comes out about his dealings with Ms. Wu? I mean, I just can't. You are holding a way bigger secret. I mean, at least a more dangerous secret. It's not bigger, but it's more dangerous. And you're now a criminal. Yeah. And then the, the look, and then the whole thing with Dex, Michael, Sonny, and the Pikeman shipment oh, is Sonny trying to bring Pikeman down? Is Dex going to effectively bring him down? Is Michael's involvement going to become known? How is Jocelyn's life going to be put in danger? Because we all know that's where this is headed. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> She's not going to get out of this without some sort of damage. It's a whole... that That's got to be this week coming up, right? And it's still... I think it's going to ruin Willow's wedding. Because it yeah. was like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, Especially and I really if Sunny hope... and Nina aren't invited to the wedding, like it's going to rain down. I really, really, really hope they do not kill off the Willow character. That I know that it will bring ratings because, oh, it's so tragic, but no, they've had enough There's of that. There's been too many deaths. There's been too many We need deaths. a miracle. Well, that's all I have. <laughs> that's all I have, too. And I'm emotionally drained from this week. It was a lot. Literally feel my shoulders sort of hunched. And the worst is we probably missed a bunch. So if you have something you think we should be talking about, please let us know. You can go to our website at rweging.com. You can reach us, reach out, tell your friends about the podcast. And um, thank you very much for listening. We can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.